Welcome to Minute Impossible. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to investigate with us the movie Mission Impossible, one minute at a time. I'm Jonathan. I'm Chris. <laughs> I'm Either one the of you. guest, man. They never do it right. <laughs> Wait, who's well, next? There's no idiots. instructions. Yeah, it was just like, we're going to do this now. <laughs> You're supposed to feel it. It's supposed to be uh, organic. George comes first in the alphabet. George, you should go. So am I going after John? Because did Chris go? I didn't hear Chris if he went. Yeah, I did go. <laughs> I'm just making just sure. Say, I'm you. George. I'm George. All right, so I guess we're doing that again, huh? <laughs> I'm just waiting on Rob. This is gonna be the longest oh. intro ever. <laughs> I'm Rob. <laughs> oh, and that mess you just heard were our guests tonight. <laughs> we thought we'd do an experiment, and tonight we have George Hendricks from the Mogwai Minute Mark and Rob hey, Lumley from Titan from Titanic Minute. <laughs> Are you ready to so go back cold, to Jack. Titanic? So cold. <laughs> <sighs> this is going to be a nightmare. <laughs> but I'm really happy you guys are here. Chris and I love having you both on. Uh, this poo-poo show begins with Minute 81. Minute 81, Ethan is watching a clock in the Waterloo State. Actually, not in the Waterloo Station. In Liverpool. the uh, Liverpool Station. And ends with the return of Jim Phelps. Bum, bum, That's a big bum. Spoilers. It's not spoilers. It's in the minute we're talking about. Just say some creepy old guy and then reveal as we get to the point. It's like, and dun-dun-dun, Jim. You keep giving me these minutes where Jim shows up randomly. down, Ethan. (laughs) Random Jim minutes. You guys are the best podcasters I know, so I thought, let's give you the the minutes with the least stuff going on. We're the best best podcasters you know. We need to expand your social circle. (laughs) I don't know a lot of people, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe the most opinionated podcasters you know. Or the talkiest podcast. The uh, McElroy bro- the McElroy brothers were not available, no, the, so the, the, the I'm going with you <laughs> you know, I've never listened to Mabim Bam. I've only ever listened to Adventure Zone. Well, you got to listen to Mabim Bam. Mabim Bam's great. I hear so. Shout but out to Mabim Everyone says it's great, from... and it makes me not want to listen to it. That's why I listen to Rob's show. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you want to hear a terrible show, Titanic Minute. <laughs> Flying real under the radar, real low. I was hoping Claire. I was hoping much like the first week I was on, it would turn out that Jim wasn't Jim and it was Claire once again. But no, we're stuck. We're stuck with Jim Phelps here. Yeah, we were talking about that. I think last week as well. We were talking about how we wished that it was Claire was really the bad guy. Yeah, it would change. We talked about this. It would change the movie dramatically if she killed her own husband, and because she was in on something with Max and this whole thing, she was. No, what if she was Max? Yeah, what if she was honeypotting Jim the whole that time? Exactly, so awesome. it'd be a much better movie. Not that it's as a bad we talk movie, about this just... minute by minute. I like this movie. Yeah, but I do it too. would be a better movie with it. <laughs> it. Instead, we have we have Jim Phelps who looks like he dressed up like an elderly Indiana Jones for this minute. Yeah. <laughs> he got he got his extra old man. Or he came out. from a peep show or something, man. <laughs> He's like he's been a flasher. Just got that raincoat on the last, and his uh, <laughs> that's been his undercover cover for the last two weeks. <laughs> make nice with some uh, local church boys. I don't know that. I don't know. Oh, whoa! Yeah, that Jim's, just went to a weird place. Hey, don't uh, don't mess with uh, Rob's a Puritan. We can't. Uh, that's canon now. So Rob cannot be talk about this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, never, Rob. I never would say words like that. Um, Sorry, Rob. Well, I well, yeah. Jim Phelps shows up, and he's dressed like a like a British pervert. He's dressed like a right old tosser, mate. He was hanging out in that peep show theater with the American Wolf in London. 
You won't get it on in this little uh, telephone box. You bugger. Do they have another name for telephone box? Call box. Jim. That's not really a call box. It's more like, well, he's just in a telephone box. But yeah, he uh, he gets really close into Ethan's personal, personal space and like, you're a hard man to find. Ugh. Hint, hint. <laughs> so. <laughs> hint, hint. Why? I have so many questions, as I normally do. Oh. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> Rob. Okay. Rob, the floor is seated to you, please. <laughs> Why does Ethan want Kittredge to know he is in London? Because as of last week, he now knows that Claire was in on something. He knows it doesn't smell right. And he's starting to think because he found the Bible yep. with the Gideons. Yep. From the Drake, Drake Hotel in Chicago. Yep. yep. Yes. Yeah. He, he He's now, as of right now, he's not perfectly sure the, the, the specifics, but he knows that Jim's alive and that Claire's in on it. So he was going to take this phone call because he wanted to make sure Kittredge knew exactly what country he was in, but he doesn't want to ruin the plan because he still wants to, I guess, catch. He wants to, he wants them to know what's going on, but he also wants, he needs backup and needs authority and needs some sort of like ability to like, you know, you know, instead of just shooting them and dumping them in the channel, he's got to have some way to taking them out. So he has to have the actual like legitimate authorities come in. So he, he basically lets them know right where he is ish, but not specifically. Because he didn't want to close but also, it's a way of getting Max involved, so that way he can have proof that there was somebody besides him that wasn't him involved with Max trying to steal the knucklist. Okay, but before right, because it needs it needs to be proven. It needs to be proven to Kittredge. Right now, uh, Kittredge may be the bad guy to us because he's a jerk, mm-hmm. but he's actually the good guy in the movie, and he needs to be the one that's proven to that Ethan's not the mole. Yeah, they, they do something similar to this in, in Mission Impo- in Rogue Nation, also with Alec Baldwin. Yeah, that's true. Just recycling those plot lines. Before this, Ethan thinks Jim is dead. Before this, before he sees him here, right? I don't know. Uh, I think I think because of the the Bible and the Drake Hotel thing, he thinks he might still be alive. Or Claire's bringing around his Bible. Or Claire and he had something to do with he's it. He's having suspicions. Yes, okay. he he's very red flagged. Yeah, and that's and that's where this whole that's where this whole minute goes. I, I I'm at a point where every time I watch this movie. I'm angry at the writers and the directors for having let this scene happen. There is, I don't understand why Jim comes back. Because he's got to establish himself. No, no, no. This is a great scene. This is, a, I, also, I like the scene a lot. No, it- no, no. Okay. Let's, let's get into this. George, George, why do you think it's a great scene? He's trying to bait and switch. He's trying to be like, oh, look, I actually survived. I'm not killed. I've been hiding, blah, 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 so that he can get back on the trail of Max because Ethan has swooped in and taken the whole Max thing away from him by posing as Job. So he's, you know, he's trying to get back into that because he knows through Claire and through obviously trying to contact Max that it's not going down. Okay. I, I think he knows through Claire and, and Krieger that he's got the knock list already. Claire's told him that he, that, that Ethan has the knock list. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's, let's go to, let's, Break that down. Does Claire know that he has shown himself to Ethan? Is this part of their plan, or is Jim somehow going rogue within going rogue? Oh, he- maybe maybe he's showing up to throw throw the the scent off of Claire. Oh, because because Ethan might think that it's strictly Claire now after that last weird embrace in the face, and <laughs> and maybe Claire <laughs> reached out to him and said, "Hey, you know, he we got to throw him off my scent." So he still brings me along. No, I think Jim, I think Jim knows way more than he he lets on. Obviously, he knows that he has a knock list. He knows what he's doing. What he's trying to do is get himself back in the situation to obtain the knock list and then trade it for money. Whereas with Ethan in charge, he's no Ethan's not going to let it out because Ethan's you know Boy Scout. 
yeah. which is why he didn't include him on the plane. No, I agree. So, I, th- I think he's there simply because he knows the lock list is there. So this is him. This is his uh, security. This is his security about getting, making sure not only that Max receives the list, he he's okay with the money going to Ethan because he, he'll just kill Ethan for the money. Yeah. Yeah. He just needs the physical list to be delivered. Yeah. He just needs to make sure everything happens. Uh, it seems like micromanagement. Well, I think, I think it's also because he's trying to make sure that even if Ethan doesn't give Max the list, he can get his hands on it and find another buyer. I am sure that if we're confused, Rob is twice as confused right now. <laughs> so, Rob, what are your questions about this? Okay, George isn't confused at all. I'm a little confused. I, I'm uh, not as confused as you, but I, I mean, I can see how it can be confusing, but I think, I think there's reason for this scene. Also, okay. to play back for the audience so the audience can make sense of it. Yeah, well, we haven't got to the flashback yet, which is important. But I also generally yeah. agree with you, Jonathan. This entire sequence, pretty much the entire week I'm, we're on here, doesn't need to be in the movie. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I, it's, just like these weeks. That's why I gave them to you, Rob. <laughs> so just like everything else, we could be cut out of this cut out of this podcast. Yeah. Yep. This podcast week will disappear. I, I think I think Phelps <laughs> is the equivalent of George. Your defense of Jim Phelps and his role. In here, similar to like prequel truthers in Star Wars and how they talk about Chief Palpatine, Whoa. where they essentially just assume he's like, you know, oh, he, you know, it, it, it fixes the bad writing where they're like, oh, well, no, Sheev just knew what he was doing the whole time. Emperor Palpatine knew the whole time. And that's what you're saying with Phelps here. And I just think that's a supposition made on the part of the prequel truthers. This is part of the plot of the movie <laughs> is that he shows up and he establishes that he is reinserting himself into the game in order to be in a position to benefit from it, to double cross Ethan again. So he was just Jim. So Phelps. Rob, what Rob, what what you're saying is that she's all right. She's all that. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is that oh, she's all, all that. that? I think it's more random. I think Phelps was at the uh, the the London premiere of the Last Crusade. He was cosplaying. <laughs> he went to catch a train and he ran into Ethan Hunt. He just played. Yeah, it only it, it only took him seven years to get there, though. Yeah. Ethan, you're a hard man. You're a hard man to find. <laughs> Once I'm done with my Comic Con, <laughs> I think I did dress up like Doctor Who. You never would have noticed me. <laughs> also, another question: How long? Has it been since what happened at Prague? A couple of weeks. We think three to four days. Oh, not even that Maybe long. a week. Okay. Maybe that much. It may even be less, but it's hard to tell with the flights. Yeah. Because they're just magically transported back. In Virginia, we go from a, they're sitting in a fire engine to they're in London. Yep. It's like they're using light speed. So so we have no idea how long it took. Here's, here's my timeline of what happened. You just let me know if I miss anything. Okay. Everything that happens at Prague goes wrong. Ethan goes to the safe house. Claire visits him in the safe house. Jack it's all the same night. Yeah. Yep. Jack visits Max in London. Right. Jack. I'm. I'm sorry. Ethan visits Max. Yeah. Jack. Jacks. Jack took Jack the elevator Reacher? up. Is that, are you getting uh, this confused Jack with Reacher. Jack Reacher? <laughs> no. Jack. Jack uh, is still waiting for the elevator. Um, yes, he's oh. still on the elevator. Yeah. <laughs> he got he's the elevator. on it. All right. He got the elevator. <laughs> he is the elevator. <laughs> Hey Rob, you want a little elevator in you? <laughs> Ethan Heads visits up. Max in London. Uh, is it Ethan London or is he here in Prague? And Claire no, recruit yeah, in Prague, Kruger yeah. and Kruger. Oh, Max is in Prague. Yeah. Yes. So he doesn't. Oh, she, she doesn't leave. So he stays in Prague. Talks to okay. Max. Okay. No, she's in Prague okay. because remember, uh, remember, uh, Frankenstein from Die Hard shows That's up. That's right. They're in. They're in Prague. But she's so. British though. 
Yes. Okay. Yes. So then Ethan and Claire recruit Krieger and Stickle on the train somewhere. Yep. Well, not recruit on there. Uh, Krieger is gotten by Claire and uh, Luther is gotten by Ethan. They meet on the train. Okay. And they're on their way to, in the book, since you guys have been on, we've added some good stuff. So, uh, George has seen this. George has seen the book. George knows how bad it is. It's pretty bad. Um, it's very, very uh, intense and sexual. It's written like Jim Phelps is dressed. It is <laughs> down to clown. Let me just put it that way. It is randier than it really should be. Jim Phelps is indiscriminate. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> just like this book. So they're on the train, but the book the book says that they take the train from Prague to England. Okay, and then they leave from England and go to Virginia. Okay, then you have the like, so however long that that's it that's at least a day. Right. Yeah, and they then go they to, go to from, from Prague to England, and then they go to this mission in Langley, and then they go back mm-hmm. to Prague in the safe house, which is when he realizes no back to that England Phelps is bad. No, they go no, back, back, to back to England. I thought that was in the England. safe house. England. Is different, a different safe, safe house. house. This is a. Oh my god. Yeah. This is a travel agency. Yeah. Thanks for only watching your minutes. Robin. No, no, no. I watched. <laughs> hold on. I didn't. I didn't realize both were outfitted by Pier One Imports. <laughs> no, this. No, the, the 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 travel agency they're in is a garbage show. There is literally stuff piled in it. it it's not nearly as nice as the Prague safe, safe House. <laughs> someone tried to make. Someone tried to make it tech of the week. Someone tried to make the the garbage in the background. <laughs> okay. So, it's. So th- it's gar it's garbage. So then he goes back to London. All right. So that's a lot. That's a lot of travel. And sure. And in this minute, when he's talking to Jim, uh, he's he mentions uh, Ethan mentions that smaller countries don't have computerized customs. What smaller countries mm-hmm. did he travel to? We didn't he just, even see no, those. No, no, no. He for, for for he just means that he could only check so many places. Meaning the larger places. He could have been in a smaller country. Like Czechoslovakia, or like someplace that's a lot more off the grid, because they don't, they don't, he can't check through computer records where they are. Yeah, no, I know that, but it so he was like, lucky, is what he said. So he could, he he had to like just hope they weren't Liechtenstein. Okay, <laughs> I, I I thought he was saying that Ethan had done a good job of staying under the radar until he had to go back to like a larger country, which I assume. Well, he was did. The he US said then. that once you got to England, it was easy because he knew because he knows he likes those Liverpool. Uh, Safe houses that that row liver, that row of houses that row of buildings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, okay. I guess you figured it out, guys. <laughs> Thanks for playing, Rob. <laughs> so <laughs> we sound so, you're so so angry. <laughs> Why are you so angry, Rob? <laughs> I just Rob, we got a long week here, and I, I need you to I need you to just, I need you to calm down. Tight it up, Rob. Tight it up. I, I just keep I'm just I have the minute playing in loop, and I just keep seeing Phelps. <laughs> I just keep seeing his constipation face. For the entire minute, <laughs> yeah, that'll make you angry. Yeah. Um, okay, I have one more question. Oh God, who hurt you, Rob? <laughs> was it a was it a man in a, ro- in a <laughs> horrible rain jacket and a duffer? Yeah, the, the, Mr. Burlington Coat Factory himself over here. <laughs> uh, how long? Maybe you guys did this. How long does it take to track down a phone call? Well, they're saying thirty seconds. I think. What is he saying here? It's like 30, 40, 30, 40, se- 30 44 minutes, seconds. Okay. And well, then- the, there's two different ways. We looked it up. We triangul- did this last week when we were talking about it some. To triangulate, You can. St- it's still hard. It's actually harder now than when landlines were around oh. because landlines, you can't fake. 
you can't fake their the grid system because it was physically going through wires okay. underneath the ocean and coming here and you know he, now it's all through towers and stuff and there's way they bounce and they, you have to triangulate now in a different way. So, but I'm sure it's fast or I mean now we have this GPS stuff. So I mean it's <laughs> I don't know exactly how they're doing okay. it because I, when I looked it up it was like very they have ways to tell you right now you can track phone calls. It's just it pings a tower. Mm-hmm. Oh, I listened to season one of Serial. Sounds like it's not very accurate. <laughs> you know that. You know that's the first podcast ever. I, we, shout out to the first the pod, podcast the ever. First Cereal. one that matters so. apparently. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> the first podcast I remember listening to, I was very early, was Ricky Gervais show. That was the first one I remember, <laughs> and that's way back, guys. So just a, just my take away back the machine. Nerdist. I'm looking up when Ricky Gervais. I listened to Nerdist. That was my first one back before back before he was uh, rich. Oh man, I was <laughs> I was listening to to Spotify just today, and all of a sudden they played uh, the the Jetpack Blues on Spotify just as a regular song. I'm like, how did mm-hmm. the Nerdist start coming on my podcast? Like, I thought of the podcast app that started up. Mm-hmm. I haven't listened to Nerdist in years. It threw me a lot. Well, Ricky Gervais show uh, first season 2005. Way back, guys. As as old as old as Jim Phelps' coat, <laughs> moth-eaten, gross <laughs> coat. Okay, like a hard man to find, uh, Ethan. I had to, I had to, I had to eat a hobo <laughs> and live inside of its carcass. I, wear, I had to wear a hobo skin for three weeks, Ethan. Well, three days. I haven't it's only been three days. I haven't pooped in nine days. <laughs> I I pulled myself from the river. I jumped inside of Galitzin. I thought he smelled bad on the outside. Uh. <laughs> wampa, wampa, wampa. You knew that was coming. I mean, that's, yeah, of course. That's an, that's oh, an easy joke. Man. Those are all my qu- those are all my questions. You guys, you guys, you got them all. All right, Rob. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate we appreciate. It. Thanks for you for your service. This yeah. has been Rob's questioning half hour. Yes. <laughs> so Jim, yeah, Jim Phelps is back. Jim Phelps kind of falls into Ethan. Ethan touches him to make sure he's real because Jim did. Ha- uh, Ethan did have a episode Apparition. in the first yep. safe house. He had a dream. Yep. It was a dream. He didn't have a dream. He almost killed Claire. Yeah, it was. Yeah, he he was a, it was after a stress he, dream. After he looked at all those Amazonian women or whatever that was. Weren't those your minutes? Yeah, George. Those are mine. <laughs> the ones I was supposed to have. Oh, those are yours. Oh, oops. Oh, here we go. Uh-oh, Rob, the gauntlet's been thrown. Uh, Rob and, and George both were very good about doing the minutes that not only I gave them, George was good about doing the minutes I didn't give You'll him. You'll do the so. minutes I give you, not the minutes you expect. <laughs> the minutes you deserve. So, And, and then they, the, the next scene, uh, at second 42, they are transported magically into a Liverpool cafe inside the Liverpool station in London. And uh, <laughs> Jim does not look good. No, he looks like a sweaty old pervy man. So now we're at the point where Ethan has decided, uh, okay, Jim's back from the dead. And we're going to find out tomorrow exactly how Jim supposedly made it. Abracadabra. Hmm. Abracadabra. Oh, I have, a, oh. I have oh. something. It's not a question. I, have, uh, <laughs> I sort of want to continue the Great. theme. From last time I was on, I know Jonathan, Chris, you guys both love this. I have another, another Scientology fact. Hey, you know what? Oh, I have there a theme song written for it. Oh, let's hear it. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and it begins. I was given one job. 
<laughs> We've got Thetans, not apps or Dayton. We've got Ingrams, not Instagrams. We've got facts that'll make you say, hey, that's a Scientology fact of the day. All right. Thanks, <laughs> Oh, my. Uh, the Church of Scientology <laughs> believes that Thetans or alien spirits... Not the central nervous system command the body through communication points. So mm. did you go double that. check? These aren't the ones you the same the same things you told us. I don't know. That was thirty. For, that was forever ago. That was forever ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, be. I think this is actually a new fact. Yeah, I don't think he told us this one last time. Chris, I find no way it, you remember. I find. I remember. Yeah, the spirits control them, not the central nervous system. Yep, See, I would remember that. That's, that's so, too messed up. So. Ethan's body isn't shocked. His thetans are when he sees. <laughs> See, I'm surprised. Else. My thetans are surprised. When is you Jim that. full of thetans right now? Yeah. Is Jim full of lousy with thetans? Is that what's happening? He's lousy with thetans. Yeah. Now, my question is, when he poops, does he get rid of them and have to regenerate them? Or do they, well, are they sort of like hang out? Jim hasn't pooped in nine days. You could tell. <laughs> he looks terrible. <laughs> Oh no, he was constipated five days before this whole thing took place. (laughs) He's always constipated before a big mission. Yep. So that's, yeah, we'll see if I can take another Scientology fact up tomorrow. We'll see. There's not many out there. Oh, wait a second. Isn't (laughs) Phelps also, isn't Phelps also the name of a brand of stool softener? (laughs) Oh, God. I'm pretty sure it is. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Why would you know this? I don't know. I used to watch a lot of old lady TV with my grandmother. <laughs> a lot of Matlock. Unfortunately, we can't wrap this minute up until we talk about Tech of the App. And so this is going to be the longest episode ever. Um, <laughs> I've got a Tech let, of the App now. Let's, uh, let's, let's go in. Let's, let's open. Oh, look, there's a present in front of me. Let's open it up and see what's in there. Oh, it's Tech of the App. Well, go in alphabetical order. Chris. I'm going to go with the, the thetans that are controlling Jim's body. <laughs> Is that a really a tech? <laughs> they sound like mechs to me, so yeah. I'm going with that. You like, know? Metachlorian. It's like these little exactly. thetans in, in, in the body. <laughs> Total metachlorian. Uh, jo- uh, my turn. George, um, what about you? I'm going to go with the, uh, the brilliance that is phone tracking technology. Okay, that's a good one. I mean, come on. How will so we know where ransom drops are and how close we came before somebody hung up and cut off our call? How will we do with that one tech that's always sitting over there with his headphones on that shakes his head no? He's like... Or does this? Or does the stretching? Guy in a chair. Yeah, exactly. Where would we be without that? Well, those guys, the little guys. Rob, what about you? Uh, I will go with... Uh, <laughs> I will go with the... Uh, with Phelps Burlington coat he got here. This is one of the top selling models in '96, um, and uh, it's it's wonderful. I like the buttons at the top for this raincoat. How he's got the collar pulled up all the way. Very fashionable. That's what I'm going with. He's incognito. Guy. He's a he's a Cold War spy. Yeah, he should have like That's a he looks like uniform. he should have a like a fake mustache on this little costume he's wearing. Hey, now we'll talk about that later. We do not talk about yeah. the stash yet. He just like rips on the mustache, pulls it down, and peels it no, off. No, we cannot talk about stashes. There is no other stash besides that one. Well, you can talk about any stash, but that stash. Not that the stash. stash. We'll save that for later. All right, I'm John. I'm going to choose. Oh, oh, God. I'm going to choose the. Uh, it's going to have to be the phone booth. This is our last chance to see it. 
So, telephones, we miss you. Stationary telephones. Oh, I was like, we have them in our pockets, like, regularly. If Why do you Adnan, right? If Adnan in season one of Serial was on a landline, we would know the truth. That's what I learned today. <laughs> I got a feeling we're going to be hearing a lot about Serial oh, this week. <laughs> Timely. When, when, Rob, when Rob says he listened to the first season of Serial, he means today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at this podcast. Wow. It's, not a, it's not a movie by minute podcast? I guess I'll listen to it. Okay, we'll see. Serial? I love Serial in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Today we're going to be talking about Honey Nut Cheerios. <laughs> pull pull. Bringing you all the true crime, one scoop at a time. Talking about pull, <laughs> Captain One Scoop. Yeah, Captain Crunch, one scoop at a time. Cuts the inside Captain of Crunch my mouth. Hurts my teeth. Hurts everybody's mouth. Guys, I apologize again for the tech on this episode. It's, it, it picks up in the sec, in the in next tomorrow because there's gonna be a flashback lot more tech. tech. Maybe I'm kidding. There's not <laughs> there's not gonna be any tech. <laughs> yes, we get, we get to think about tech for that we've thought about in our entire lives. But uh, yeah, until uh, until tomorrow, we will uh, we will put Rob and George and Cryo freeze and wait, Cryo. It's one day. God, we're not traveling across <laughs> the solar system. That's excessive. <laughs> I know it takes it takes almost seven hours for you to dethaw. I know it's a long process. This seems like more that's more trouble than it's worth, honestly. Okay, well, you know, I'll just write that and put that in the suggestion box. It's over there by your cooling tank. On Mondays, we always let everybody do their promotions. Uh, George, do you have anything you'd like to promote right this second? Yes, my podcast is the Mogwai Minute, where we talk about Gremlins one minute at a time and other movies sometimes in the hiatus, which we've done. But uh, we'll be starting up Gremlins 2 at some point in the foreseeable future. How foreseeable? Uh, Within this lifetime. Hey. Rob, what Uh, would you like to promote today? Yeah, uh, I'm sure we'll still be going uh, since it's a forever long movie. But uh, Titanic Minute, your daily podcast. We discuss the movie Titanic minute by minute. Uh, Just listeners, when you look it up, make sure you find the English-speaking one. Because we (laughs) just learned. We learned there's a German version of Titanic Minute. Yeah, yeah. Chris und Titus on Titanic Minute. Genically, the name is Doppelganger. <laughs> Paint me like one of your German girls. Your your Fraulein. But yeah, other than uh, other than Rob's got competition on his uh, pod, on his minute by minute podcast. The minute six came out uh, at the time of recording. Oh. Minute six came out, and there's some amazing. An amazing techno music for their intro. Meet us for episode seven, Ock, Non, and Vane. It's Kraftwerk. It's Kraftwerk, and this is Titanic Minute. <laughs> oh, maybe they will. I really um, wish Titanic and theirs was spelled with a K. I, yeah, <laughs> it is. It's just Titanic. <laughs> Until tomorrow, I've been Jonathan. I've been Chris. Hey, I'm George. I've been Rob. Ah! He's been robbed. God damn it, you guys. <laughs> All right. You know what? You guys messed me up so much, I forgot to do my own plugs <laughs> for my own show. Hey, guys, yeah, find us on Facebook. We're at. They're listening to it right yeah, now. We're on the, oh, my God. We're on <laughs> the Men and Impossible Force. And you can also find us on Twitter at Men Impossible, M I N Impossible. M E N Impossible, if you remember right. No. <laughs> no, that's 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 Rob. If you need oh. to find them, they're at oh. Titman. T I T M E N Titman. Take your daily Titaman. <laughs> All right. 
This minute is already self-destructed. It's been self-destructed about two minutes in. <laughs> Make explosion noise. Boys. Explosion noise, boys. <laughs> 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 <laughs>